стадиум Джункис. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Let's Just Talk About. I'm your host, Tony Lopez, and alongside me, I got Jeff Burtis. Jeff, how's your week been, brother? What's cracking? My week has been fantastic. Trying to do a self trying to do a self-revelation on my life as I turn 29. Something's gotta change in this year between 29 and the big 3-0. I understand that 100 percent And we went to a Rangers game this week, so me me you and the hammer time crew got together and actually had a good time at a baseball game this was a superb last minute oh yes but this is not what we're here to talk about what we're here to talk about today is this past weekend wrestling and legit i have no aew news um just simply because they haven't been on since the last time we talked on the podcast, so mm-hmm. shouldn't they be ta- shouldn't they be going live pretty soon? They're they're going live tomorrow night. Oh, because of basketball, duh. Bas- yeah, basketball, man. Uh, but mm-hmm. the first thing I want to talk about is the fact that you are still champ. What can I say? I mean, it's not my fault that I'm the I am the head of the predictions table, and you're just a little bum. Okay, now, 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 be nice. Now, it's just it's just a matter of it was a very predictable pay per view. Hell in a Cell yeah. was super predictable. Not just that, you and Cameron Grimes. See, yeah, I forgot we did do that. But even with just the Hell in a Cell results, you still would have had it. So I'm, I'm just saying. But you, we combined Takeover in your house and Hell in a Cell just to make it interesting, and you chose Cameron Grimes. Oh, hey, man, it, it was just I had a gut feeling, the, man. But hey, the, million- the storylines, storyline's still going. So. The million dollar championship should belong to a heel, and the heel is L.A. Knight. Daddy. Uh, but I, I, I'm gonna we're gonna go over the entire Hell in a Cell card right now. Uh, uh, unfortunately, including I, the pre-show. What happened uh, in the pre-show? We never talk about pre-show. I know, but it made it interesting because they did bring it back up again on uh, on Raw the next night. Uh, Natalia ended up beating Mandy Rose. Um, now, this is stewing from what happened between the two teams on Monday Night Raw the previous week, where Mandy and um, Dana Brooke were having a photo shoot, and in the ring, in front of, for some reason, they had the photogs in front of the ring where Natty and Tamina were training. And mm-hmm. Natty and Tamina got the upper hand and it set up a match, a one-on-one match with Natty and Mandy at on the pre-show. And it was actually a pretty good match for a pre-show match. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it, but it was kind of predictable because Nat- Natty and Tamina are both the women's tag team champions right now. And you want to make them look good on pay-per-view. But besides that, um, there's more to talk about with them. Uh, I just want to see really what happens in the future with the women's titles. Because right now, I am not interested at all. 
all you, you can. I mean, the women. Here's the thing: the women's. There has been a compelling story, so I really can't argue against that. Yes, Tamina and Natalia finally took the belts off of Nia and Shayna, but let's be honest: Shayna, Shayna and Nia made that div- tag division a lot better. Honestly, when you look back at it. Oh yeah, I mean, look. Even as we speak, they're getting more airtime as a team now than. Natty and Tamina would just it's just yes. also comp- we'll talk, we'll, compelling we'll care about that in a second oh my god compelling characters yeah compelling characters and also in a weird weird storyline um mm, oh your fate oh it's your favorite but the next one we're going to talk about is the the first match on the show the hell in a cell match between, for the women's SmackDown Tag Team Championship. The women's championship for SmackDown. Bianca mm-hmm. Belair defeated Bailey inside of Hell in a Cell. Mm. Yeah, Jeff, does this prove that Bianca Belair has, is probably the, in my opinion right now, the best champion in WWE? Best champion WWE? No. First, well, first okay. of all, for the women's, for the women. First of all, I mean, if you want to put that out there, maybe because I mean, it was a good, brutal, solid match between Bianca Belair and Bailey. Yes, the storyline has not been all that great. Let's be honest here, but hey, they Bianca Belair has proven to be a workhorse champion, and she had a really solid match with Bailey, and the match was really solid. There's what more do you want me to say? The match was pretty damn good. I mean, I can't say much of anything. I mean, it was brutal. I mean, there were some spots in there, like with the kendo sticks uh, on the outside of the ring, the steel chair spots, and using Bianca's hair as a weapon, not as the whip, but as a mm. weapon. Yes. And they were clever on the spot, clever on how to use the use the hair. It was very, very clever. It looks painful. Some of the spots that Bailey took with the hair, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it at all. I mean, just, just in general. But, First of all, you don't have, you don't have that type of hair. No, and here's the thing. I know it's, uh, it's a little bit of lace, so it's strong. So I, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna mess with it. Um, next match is Cesaro losing to Seth Rollins in a straight up one on one match. It was a rematch from WrestleMania, but this was it was still it was still a solid match. I mean, what more do you want from these two workhorses? I mean, Rollins can put Rollins is like the AJ Styles of he's almost like similar to AJ Styles that Rollins can make a match look good, and then you have Cesaro, one of the best workhorses in WWE right now. Mm-hmm. And you had you mentioned those two. It's a match made in heaven. Now, will I do have one little complaint? One, which complaint. is, oh, you know, he's being nitpicky. Why the quick schoolboy roll up? I mean, it makes it gives Cesaro that sneaky win. I mean, it gives Rollins that sneaky win, and um, surprise roll up keeps the story keeps the story intact. Because let's be honest, if he if Rollins beat. Um, Cesaro clean that would kind of derail the momentum it makes Cesaro looks 
somewhat strong in defeat. Not so much because of surprise roll-up. Hey, surprise roll-up. But, I mean, it's just to protect Cesaro and give for Rollins his win back because, what I tell you, 50-50 booking in WWE. Yeah, then with that 50-50 booking, which is fair, but mm-hmm. we'll talk a little bit more about this uh, when we talk about SmackDown because there are some big developments coming from this little thing. Um, oh, next yes. Up, Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. My favorite. I mean, this is we, trash. We, <laughs> you don't. You hate it, but I love it. You either, there's no in between with this storyline. You either gonna love the storyline or you gonna hate it. If I'm all for the supernatural, and it, if it's entertaining, I'm all for it. Meanwhile, Tony's like wrestling. This is stupid. This is stupid. Why? He's those. He's like the he likes the more traditional stories of wrestling. I mean, look, even Undertaker's stories were better. Even it's just it seems so goddamn carny. I mean, am I getting a chuckle out of it? No, I don't want like I'm not even laughing on it because it's like it's it's annoying, like genuinely annoying. I'm getting a laugh out of it. And it gives Bliss screen time. Yeah, exactly. Bliss needs a screen time. But at the same time, figure the damn thing out, WWE. Figure Mm -hmm. it out. You have better writers on SmackDown than you do Raw. And you clearly do because you just fired the new hire. Mm. We'll talk about the releases after we talk about Hell in a Cell. Because, uh, yeah. Another pur- another purge of uh, releases. That's a lot, too. I'm sad, man. I'm sad. Next but, up is Sami Zayn defeating Kevin Owens. For the millionth time. For the millionth time. These, the endless uh, cycle of feuds these two people have. I mean, are Kevin we complaining? El Generico. El Generico? I mean, uh, remember those? Of course I do. I mean, do we? Are we? Are you complaining? Hell no! Are you? Are you? No, no. The question is, are you? Because this, this is a never-ending thing with these two. They they can feud off and on for years, and it works. Remember when they said this would be the last time they fought, and then a few years later, the cycle of the cycle of feuds will never end between these two. They are destined to be in a feud no matter where they go. Whether it's AEW, New Japan, WWE, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling. These two... If they felt like it. If they felt like it, yes. Bring back El Generico versus Kevin Sting. I mean, the cycle will always continue. But the reason they got it back going is one, they are in the Intercontinental Championship picture. Two, um... They have well. Kevin doesn't have. Kevin's a baby face at the moment. Mm-hmm. Sammy Zayn is the most dipshit heel he's ever been in WWE, and look, it's working. Like, oh, yes. but the way the finish was, it was so sudden with the Haluva kick at, at that last like inch. All he had to do was like get a little inch of space, and he finished it. One, two, three. Mm. Now we'll talk about on SmackDown what's going to happen 
next week. Oh. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a development. And but in in all, this is probably one of the like I think this match was better than Cesaro and um uh, Seth Rollins. Um my opinion. I would say I mean they're pretty close, let's be honest here. Very much very close. They're pretty close. You can either, you can interchange either one of them, but I mean, for your taste, I mean, yeah, maybe. But I, I like I like Cesaro Rollins a bit more because it feels more personal. I mean, I've seen and it, I haven't seen Cesaro Rollins for the millionth time. I've seen KO and Sammy. I expect great things from those two. Well, gonna be honest, I have seen Cesaro Rollins for the millionth time because they did feud with each other in Ring of Honor as well. So, so yeah, we both had tomato tomato, but they're both fifty fifty. Exactly. Just like just like 50-50 booking. And just like this 50-50 booking, Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship. Bobby motherfucking this Lashley. Isn't, this isn't 50-50 booking. Against, this is 50-50 because they're going to have something else going on for Drew McIntyre. No. This is the one that we both called spot on and it was like, okay, and you, this is for the better. Mm-hmm. You called the finish of this. You you know how people complain about surprise roll-ups? I knew this but, was gonna happen like that. I mean, th- you can't have your golden boy in Raw lose clean. You have, I mean, you have to protect McIntyre. It's like McIntyre is the rain is like the reigns of Raw. If you feel me, like he is, he's going to be protected no matter what. It's going to have to be a screwy finish or a surprise roll up for Drew McIntyre to lose. He just he you can't have him lose clean. Like it's simple as that. He is the gold. He is the baby face of the pandemic, of the performance center slash pandemic era. He has been exactly what WWE has needed. Yeah, these last this last year. And a workhorse look, they, champion. They, a workhorse champion. A favorite to the crowd, the one that everybody wanted. Mm-hmm. But here's the fun part. He's also, he was originally a Vince McMahon guy, got released, came back, reinvented himself, and is still the best on Raw. Now, is he the champ on Raw? No. The storyline needs Bobby Lashley to be the champ. champ. Yes. No it question about it. Her business with just MVP and Bobby Lashley is money right now. And when we go back to live crowds, holy crap, Ooh. you're going to hear reactions. Oh, now, yes. Coming off of that, uh, Monday Night Raw was very, very okay Dif- this week. Ew. It's better than what we've been having. Yeah, because the last few weeks, it's been absolute shite. But before I get to that, I almost forgot. I did say I was going to do this. You f- you forgot one more. You forgot another match real quickly. Who did I forget? Uh, the bow down to the queen versus the nightmare. Holy shit. I did forget about that. Um, yes. I, I just forgot to write it I down. Mean, um, I mean, it's you just like I said about McIntyre, can't lose, in, can't lose clean. You never have Flair lose clean, y'all. And yeah. I'm like, you don't want to take the belt. You don't want to take the belt off of Rhea right now. 
Because you can you imagine the backlash if they did that now? I can. Um, I mean the ba- and so hey, Rhea Ripley had herself disqualified. She still retains the belt. Charlotte gets the W, and sets up a rematch for what we'll see in three weeks from now. Three weeks yeah. from Sunday. I mean, look, we knew this was going to happen. Um, we knew there was going to be some. You're right, absolutely. She would not. This match would not finish with a clean finish at all. Nowhere and near. Immediately, I can. You know what? I'm not going to jump into that because yes, they did announce that that is going to happen at Money in the Bank. Yes. But in the match in total was actually pretty good. It's just the, the sloppy finish was just yep. it threw everything the off and the, the weirdest finish. part of the whole thing if you recall you this is why i want live crowds back because mm. i don't want to hear these two screaming from the ramp that'd be awesome though no that was too clear usually you can hear it but not like that that was mm. clear and i don't that, it felt uncomfortable Oh, it felt great. Hopefully, they do a better job with the match at Helena St- I'm at, at Money in the Bank, but it is to be determined. Um, as now, long as Flair doesn't win the title, I'll be happy. I'm with you. We today, this is Friday, June 25th, had more WWE releases. <sighs> The summer, what is this? The third purge of releases? This is like the fourth this year. The fourth purge? No, it's like, what is going on? And look, Tony, I'm not Tony. Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, Nick Khan, the president of WWE at the moment, said, if you want to call anybody the villain in this whole thing, call him the villain. He's taking full responsibility. I think what he's doing is being smart with the roster because he knows he doesn't need everybody. You know? Mm-hmm. At the same time, you're getting rid of a lot of people. A lot. Yes. Uh, just, okay, Indeed. let me just start with the with the list. Aria Davari. Wasn't really doing much, so well, I'm not I mean, too sad about a, that. He was a prominent thing on 205. Like, Yes. The guys I'm going to name off, they're either 205 or NXT. There's nobody on the main roster. But at the same time, it sucks. Right. Yeah, they're like, out of like, a job. Like Aria Davari and Tony Nese were both guys who uh, were there with 205 since the beginning. They were part of the Cruiserweight Classic. Everything. Uh, hmm. This one sucks for me because I'm like, I love both of these guys. Tyler mm-hmm. Breeze and Fondango. I mean, Breezango, that hurt. That one hurts because uh, we had a his lot name, Fondango. Breezango, it wasn't management that gave him the push. It was the fans that gave him the push. Remember the fashion files? I mean, not even just that. Like, at the beginning, when Fondango came in, had the WrestleMania 29 pinfall victory over Chris Jericho. Yes, that happened. Fandango beat Chris Jericho. That and happened. These two won the NXT Tag Team Championships. Yes, they did. Um, but I hope. Well, actually, I don't know how it's going to work now because 
Breeze was such a big, prominent thing on Up, Up, Down, Down. Oh, like, yeah. If you ever look at that channel, there are so many things happening on there that involve Tyler Breeze. Yes. Now, who knows what that's going to look like after now, after this, but I mean, and okay, now on to some of the other stuff. Everrise, the tag team of Everrise, they got released. Um, they were they weren't really getting the push, but they were on TV on NXT pretty much every other week, mm. every other week. Um, August Gray, who was actually I want to say he was signed last year to uh, NXT 205, but he, mm. he I guess he wasn't getting used enough, so they released him. Uh, Arturo Ruas. Uh, remember him from the Raw Underground segments? Oh yeah, yeah. He he definitely got released. Uh, Kurt Stallion got released. <clears throat> uh, he was another one of those guys who got signed last year. And I guess they just didn't have a spot for him. Uh, the Singh brothers were released. Who they had been on 205 as a tag team, but we all know what they're most known for is for being. Those guys next to Jinder Mahal. Hmm. Yep. I remember. I, I remember one of the Singh brothers taking a nasty bump for Randy Orton on the table. Dude, he ended up tearing his shoulder from that bump. I remember that. Oh well. Yeah. Thank you for being a bumper. I want to see those guys in Impact Wrestling. I think they would be perfect for that. Mm. Just in general, I think. Them and Kurt Stallion and Impact. I see Perfect. AEW in their future. I actually I do see Impact. I think they could they could use them a little bit better. Um, and the last well, I got three more, but I'm gonna go with uh, Kenise Mobley, the writer that was just hired by WWE, but she was on a she was on a podcast this week, and she the stories that came out from that podcast were she was a writer. She doesn't have a history of, of being a fan of WWE or anything. She's one of those writers that get Oh, hired. so not, no knowledge of the business and just making a story out of nothing? Yeah, and like, you're writing for Raw. You should at no least one. know who the WWE champion is. And she literally said, uh, his name is Bobby, big black guy, uh, it's either Bobby Ashley or Bobby Lashley. I'm like, lady, put your head down. Come on, look, I'm just not gonna put bash your... her because look, she is just coming gonna... from the outside because she is on. She doesn't know what she didn't know what she was jumping into, and because of those comments, WWE was upset. She's one of the ones who got released. Uh. Learn your names. Learn the names of the characters you're writing. Come on, that's basic 101. Exactly. Uh, the last two I want to talk about are Marina Shafir, the the wife way... of uh, Roderick Strong. So that means Rod Roddy's going to be gone pretty soon. Not necessarily. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Oh uh, yes. Uh, the last one, the one I was most surprised about was Killian Dane. <sighs> Poor Drake Maverick. He, 
he can't get a break. Drake. So here's what I heard from this one. Damo was at the performance center getting some extra training in the ring when he got the call. Yes. Um, what, that's that's just like what the hell. Now, I know is, it's biz. I know it's business, but what's wrong? He's training to get better. Couldn't he? A little better time? Is that bad timing? Yeah, it was all, all the whole day was bad timing, and if you really want to think about it. Um, look, at least we know he's not going to go back overseas. Oh, thank uh, God. Well, he is married to Nikki Cross. Mm-hmm. And there's hey. no chance to leave Tampa, Tampa area. There's no chance. Mm-hmm. So I could see him going to a big company, uh, an impact or AEW or hell work the Indies a little bit. You know, or hell, mm-hmm. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor has a really good uh, working relationship with a lot of UK wrestlers, so having him in the fold would be great. Hmm. Is there anything that you think? Like Killian, what, what you- I think I feel like Killian Dane. Yeah, Impact would probably be the better if he goes anywhere. Probably Impact. I would say AEW, but I think their roster's too big. Their roster's getting way too big, so I don't think they can. Aff- they could give him the right push, but Impact seems like a better place. But also, if AEW, they are launching a new show August thirteenth, uh, Rampage, and that's maybe right with that show, maybe with that show, maybe they can get Justified Room. But I don't want a place where Killian Dane. We'll get lost in the shuffle. I want him to thrive wherever wherever they go. That's why I said uh, Impact or uh, Ring of Honor would be great. I would uh, tend I would tend to agree with you, or maybe some other low level development um, uh, indie scene. Maybe, um, or even New Japan if you really felt like it, because they do got the U.S. based company, the U.S. NJPW uh, Strong. Oh, and JP, he would get cheered. Oh my God, yeah. Um, now we're gonna move on to Monday Night Raw. Finally, finally, and we got the breaking news done. We got the Hell in a Cell done. Now we can actually be proud of a decent Raw. That's pretty sad when you look. When I just said that, didn't I? Yeah, it's can a deep. About... Can, can we, we talk, talk about, about Bobby Lashley's little celebration that he did at the beginning of the show? Oh yes, let's kick off with that. Here's to a toast. They're all in the ring. Bobby, MVP, the ladies. I and, mean, hey, hey, I mean, those ladies. I mean, hey, I ain't gonna. No, 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 no offense to them. It's just. It's weird right now. Cause, hey, hey, like, hey, hey, let, hey, 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 hey. But they're all celebrating the fact that Bobby Lashley won. Uh, and now they're trying to, like, say that oh, there's nobody there to face face Bobby uh, in, in the future and then they said let's take let's have a toast and literally New Day Kofi and Xavier Woods come down to the ring with a with a lot of actual toast a literal toast instead of pancakes they had toast well he said let's have a toast so here's your toast they're throwing toast at them 
Literally. God, don't the new day just makes money. Just literally, the new day just makes money just by being there. And you're 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 completely right. But also, <laughs> Kofi made a very good point that he never got pinned. Mm-hmm. And he, he pinned the guy. Go ahead, go ahead. He pinned and he pinned Lashley while he was champion. I'm just I'm just saying, and he's like, you know what? I deserve a title match. And it is official. The pay-per-view we're going to, Money in the Bank, mm-hmm. it'll be Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship. But in the meantime of Raw, I mean, you know what? Let's teach your little boy Xavier Woods a lesson inside hell in a hell in a cell. Now, the fun part, I thought Woods's promo was A1. It was perfect. The whole segment was perfect. And he had to keep getting the ladies and MVP to shut the hell up so he could talk. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you knew he was serious. Yeah. The passionate yeah, promo because when Xavier's serious with promos, oh my good. god. He's good. But the co- he's also good in comedy, but I like it when he has those passionate promos from time to time. But they did set up Lashley versus Woods inside, inside it- Hell in a Cell on a Monday Night Raw. Okay, now before I move on, um, is this WWE's way of saying, hey, USA, NBC, don't be pissed off at us. We just gave that, you a Hell yeah. in a Cell match. About the yeah, USA Network and NBC Universal were not too pleased that SmackDown got a Fox got a Hell in the Cell match for free TV. So I think this was a Vince's way of saying, "Hey, you know what? We got you. We're gonna put give you a Hell in a Cell match on Monday Night Raw, making the network very happy." It's like oh, we love you too. Don't worry, we got you. Okay, we got you. Because I, I mean, I NBC pissed. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Wouldn't you be? I mean, as a rival company, I'm like, hey, what the heck are you doing? Give us a hell in a cell match. And that's the weird part. They're like, Ron's. Okay, do you remember? Do you remember the last WWE draft? Yeah, what about it? How they had the war rooms with the USA Network and Fox? That was very cringeworthy. It was so bad, but that's what I—that's what it made me think of. And uh, yay, uh, we got it. We got a number one pick. Yay, fake crap, fake uh, businessman. Yay. Yeah, that was the weird part—the fake businessman. Um, mm-hmm. Also, on that note, I can confirm that the next WWE draft will happen. The the last Monday of of the month of August and the first Friday of the month of September. So oh that boy. last week, and it's after SummerSlam. I can confirm that will happen. Um, I think it's because one, they're going back to live crowds. Two, the rosters do need a slight bit of a shakeup. They slight bit. That's an understatement. They need a lot of shakeup. And. It just makes sense, doesn't it? 
It absolutely does because here's the thing. Every once in a while, the rosters have been getting stale. Look at the WWE Raw. The women's division could use a serious shakeup in the form because all the Raw division and Raw women's division is Flair, Rhea, and Asuka. Flair, Rhea, Asuka, maybe occasional Nia, Shayna, Bliss, and Cro- Bliss. So I'm not putting Cross up there, not just yet. But the main three are Asuka, Flair, and Rhea. One of those three has to go to SmackDown, please. And I also feel like with this draft, we'll also have some definitely some people from NXT involved because God, we need a, like a little fresh coat of paint. Oh. Call ups, call ups, woo, call up alert, call up alert. Hopefully, exactly. Maybe, um, maybe the way, maybe this is the way. The way, so I don't think the way. Honestly, I don't. Um, what? Zoe Stark. Um, Io Shirai. Ooh. Io Shirai you know what? Sure. You know what? Vin, you know what Vince would do, right? Oh yeah, I know. But guess what? The only one that he's ever it's ever looked good with is Oscar. I mean, no, I mean that's what I was thinking. He was gonna pair Oscar and EO as a tag team. Put him on different shows. God put him on different shows. I mean if he uh, does, you know, you know that you know he would do it. I know he would. Um now the first money in the bank qualifying match. Um AJ Styles lost to Ricochet. That's a surprise. Well, I mean, think about this. But then again, the Viking Raiders. Exactly. The Viking Raiders had a backstage segment with AJ and Amos and pretty much saying, hey, we're next in line for the tag team championships. They kind of distracted AJ. So, yeah. Made sense. I mean, probably Money in the Bank will have a tag team championship match. Now, does that you tag upset? team championship match intrigue you? Does it? Does it you? Because I want—I oh. wouldn't mind seeing Omos and AJ in the same. I wouldn't mind seeing that. The Viking Raiders would be the perfect opponents, especially with a big guy like that. They're bigger dudes. Like so, basically. Uh, so basically, uh, what I'm hearing is. AJ's gonna take a lot of the bumps and sell like crazy, uh-huh. and then Omos is gonna tag in and he's gonna do some heavy lifting, and maybe the Viking Raiders would have to team up to take down Omos, and then AJ sneaks in for a phenomenal forearm for the victory. One, two, three. Possibly, but at the same time, you never know because we are going back to live crowds and expect the unexpected. Oh, stop it, Tony! This is WWE oh. we're talking. Uh, you and une- you and unexpe- unexpected has cost you the reason why I'm still the king but in this, this prediction. You know I'm right though. You know I'm right. I mean, the last time I was expecting the expect the unexpected is when Orton beat the Fiend. That's the last time. That's true. Um, Everything else has been predictable. That's true. Uh, next up, I just want to talk about the whole the match and the segment before the match. Eva Marie. Uh, some people hate it. I love it because she's just playing herself as a heel. I, lo- I love it too, but at the same time, now it, it, you've already pissed somebody off at your second week. Jesus Christ! It took you that long. I mean, not even, not even a whole month, and you've already 
pissed off your muscle in the form of I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it, Piper Nevin. I'm not calling her by that name that Eva's been calling her. She in the backstage segment called her Dewdrop, which that that what the hell? I, that's the point. A, that's the point. I know, but they had a Money in the Bank qualifying match in a tag mm-hmm. team match: Niven and Eva Marie versus Naomi and Asuka. Now, <sighs> Piper started the match. That uh, was getting a pretty good look. Tagged in Eva Marie. She looked got worried because like Piper had the had her in a situation where she could just take uh, she could just try to have a pinfall on I think it was Asuka correct correct. Mm -hmm. and once she kicked out she tried to tag back in Niven was like nah and just backed the hell away leaving uh, even Marie in a ring to take the pinfall shame I mean hey it's good heel work and I want to see what they do with the story. I do too. So I'm like, I want to see how how long it takes, but hey. Who knows, brother? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, But Asuka and Naomi are qualified for the Money in the Bank ladder match. Yay. To be expected. This whole show was just Money in the Bank qualifying match, pretty much. That every single match had something to do with it, except for the last one. Next match was Randy Orton versus John Morrison. Okay, going into this match, who'd you think was going to win? Randy. Well, were you surprised that that it was because of Riddle distraction that caused Orton to win, Orton to lose the match? Yes and no. Yes, surprise because it was kind of because just Riddle was just rolling on the road. Rolling around the ring, chasing the Miz in his wheelchair, and also which, it's that was a that I do not remember the last time I saw a Morrison versus Orton match. That was a nice, that was a nice fresh, that was nice and fresh. It felt different because it's been a long time. Yeah, so thank you um, WWE. But at the same time, Randy is now frustrated. Clearly, I don't know what's going to happen. Um. But now Matt, oh God, sorry. Riddle is going to be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Because he pinned Drew McIntyre. Yeah, yeah, he did. I was like, what? And Randy, I mean, Riddle after the match, when he pinned McIntyre, he's like, because Orton was at the middle of the stage, just hands crossed and just observing and then Riddle gets the win. You could see the disgust in uh, Red, in Orton's face. But Riddle is like, Randy, what's wrong? What's wrong? Randy, come on. Be a bro. I'm like, Riddle, stop. He's going to betray you. And it's going to hurt. I'm not ready for that betrayal because it feels like he genuinely wants to be Orton's friend. Yeah, I'm like Orton is a Randy still wants to be the best. Yes, and the the emotions. I'm like the emotions that Riddle was playing on me. I'm like, oh Riddle, Riddle, Riddle. You can never trust a snake, but when that betrayal happens, man, I'm it's gonna 
it's gonna hurt because he really wants to be his friend and I'm like you could see Orton and just the disgust he's like mm. yeah it's, it's weird um, I, lo- know, I love the, the storyline I mean you said it I mean Riddle qualified for money in the bank over Drew McIntyre which I'll, which sells the story that hey McIntyre his, he's starting a losing trend but he started losing that, that did set up the last chance uh, qualifying match You're, between AJ, Randy, and Drew. And Tony's favorite match of all of wrestling. See, but this is this makes it more interesting to me because of what happened backstage um, with guys like Jeff Hardy, Sheamus, Cedric Alexander, Jinder Mahal, all backstage complaining about why they didn't get involved. Why aren't they able to qualify for Money in the Bank? And the person I was like, the person who made the most sense to me was actually gender. Yeah. Because he he was like, I'm a former WWE champion. And then then at the end of it, he's like, just wait until next week and to see if these guys make it to money in the bank. This could be spicy, spicy, spicy. But there's also another qualifying match you forgot to mention. Oh, I'm not done. Oh, I wasn't done yet. I wasn't done. I wasn't done. Oh, you. I'm making Cause, sure. Because um, I'm just going to tell you right now. You know what I have this set, this written on my uh, notepad as? <laughs> Superhero? Weird shit segment. <laughs> Go ahead, Jeff. You know. Go ahead. I mean, first of all, Let's of Bliss got some new music. Yay. Trying to get off that CEO uh, pack, right? Right. I get it. I'm not too fond of it, but hey, CFO is no longer doing themes for WWE, so they got to start changing out the theme music to do something where they don't have to pay them. So I get it. And then, if this is this at, at first, I was like, this is so stupid. But apparently, this was Nikki's idea. And so she went from crazy sanity Nikki to butterfly superhero Nikki. I'm like, you look you look dumb. But if this is for if this is to get you a push and to get you in a better spotlight, and you wanted this, hey, go for it. But yeah, they had a qualifying match against Nia and Shayna, and Bliss is still using that hypnotic suggestion. Uh, stuff that Tony hates that I kind of find entertaining that so they're stupid. trying <laughs> it's so good you mean it's so good right no it's fucking stupid it's, it's good look at me look at you and just follow the hypnosis and but bottom line they ignored the fact that Bliss and Cross have had past Past history and both of them ended up qualifying. So and superhero not, not Nikki, even, not even just past history. They <laughs> tag team champions for crying no out loud. No history whatsoever. No history whatsoever. But hey, yeah. hey, Bliss and Nikki are in the Money in the Bank, and I don't have to worry about Nia hurting anybody. God, I have to that's feel a, that's like a, a the money bank. I have to see her in Money in the Bank. Oh my god, I can't do this. Oh my god. Oh, you had to see Superhero Nikki and Bliss in the Money in the Bank? That sounds fun! 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, cry me a river. Uh, this is so You'll bad. V- cry me a river. If it makes you feel better, you can go, you can go get the food and drinks. Oh wait, you're not gonna skip a money in the bank match. Why would I skip a money in the bank? Next subject. <laughs> See? Now we get to the Bobby Lashley, Xavier Woods Hell in a Cell match. Now, surprisingly, this was actually a really good match. Woods it's Hell in a Cell, and, w- and Woods is good in the ring. He just never had an opportunity as a singles. So you expect he's anything also, less? No. He's also really good inside of Hell in a Cell because we all know this is not his first time. No, it is not. Remember him and the Usos? Fuck yeah, dude. This is one of the best matches I've ever seen. Best tag team Hell in a Cell matches ever. Oh my gosh. Um, but I will say, the end of the match, Lashley dominated. I mean, there were some spots where Woods put Lashley, uh, did the elbow, the springboard elbow drop through the table. Mm-hmm. Um, the kendo stick uh, trapping um, Lashley in the corner. I was like, Yee. look, this there was a great. Few, there was a few things that were just like, okay, this is uh, this is brutal. But at the end, Lashley got him one two. The hurt, not even one the hurt, three. No, hurt lock. it was a heart lock. And then two, hey, Master Lock two point I'm not gonna call it that because that's disrespectful of Masters. Um, mm-hmm. And then Lashley put it on again after MVP locked himself in the cage just to make sure that Lashley was able to do that and put Woods in the hurt lock, grinding his face against the cell. And, sent, and asking Lashley to stop. Yes, making this personal. I love it. Now, from what it seems, Jeff, from what it seems, mm-hmm. they have written Xavier Woods off of TV. Good. At least for the time being, because we do know he does have some obligations. Yes. Um, the guy is a host for G4 which is coming back this summer at some point yes I want to say next month so I guess they're getting everything ready I mean he was even over at the uh, G4 beach house for E3 nice nice so I understand but it makes this a more of a one on one with Kofi and Lashley which that's what I want. One on one with a half an MVP. Because you know he's going to get involved. I mean, of course he is. But did you expect anything less? No. But one on one between Lashley and uh, Kofi, I'm all for. I'm all for it. Please. Uh, just don't destroy. Uh, Please don't. I'm asking. Just no squash match. Please. Oh, I know. I know. Because when, Lash- when Kofi dropped the belt, he should have at least went out swinging not a squash to Lesnar but hey we're different subject it is what it is but let me also uh, say that it, because of the Bobby Lashley segments with New Day this show was a lot better to me a lot oh absolutely better. oh absolutely but before I, I don't mean, want to talk about Smackdown yet because I have been while I'm watching this I've been watching clips from the show Yes, and it's and so and also it's and it's tea time. 
NXT because I have no AEW to talk about. So, this is fair. Um, so, this show was built around a few things. One, the warm-up to the Great American Bash matches for Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Two, the Samoa Joe thing. Uh, I love it. Joe, Joe is back as the enforcer for Mr. Regal. Um, but uh, also they're setting up stuff for the next few weeks. Clearly, now oh, yes, Jeff. The first thing I want to talk about is the Adam Cole match. Which first he didn't even want to do it. He came out and straight up was like, "I don't want to do it." Nuh-uh. But then you didn't know him, but I had saw him like the week before. Uh, Carmelo Hayes. That kid is good. This match was good. Back and forth. We knew knew Carmelo wasn't going to win this. But Cole won setting up you know Cole versus Cole versus O'Reilly. Now, Jeff. Hello? Yes, are you there? Hello. Hi. Hi, buddy. Hello. I can hear you. All right. What you, what's your question? What do you think about him, Cole, as like this real, like, by myself heel? I'm not. We're not used to it. We've we've seen Cole in groups. We've seen him in groups, and I've we I've yet to see him as a single heel. But he has the charisma. He has the might skills. He has he's the complete package, and you want as a heel. Arrogant, thinks he's better than everybody. Great might skills, because that that line he had with Cross really sold it with me that he can do this on his own. The only thing they that they need to make special about Adam Cole is ringing the freaking bell. I'm like. Yeah, and then let, let's be let's also be real. They're I think they might be setting up Cole versus Joe in the future because literally backstage, Mr. Regal, I'm gonna keep calling him Mr. Regal because goddamn it, he's earned my respect for forever. That's uh, Mr. Regal to you. And besides, you don't want to get Coquina clutched by Joe. Well, no, this literally backstage, Regal told Cole to not provoke Joe. And mm-hmm. after that Cole walked out because he was like, "All right, you, you don't want me to provoke him. I'm just gonna leave for the night." Da 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 da. Which that was uh. Like, yeah right. Yeah right. Exactly. Um. If the the match when when Hayes came out, right? It felt mm-hmm. a little bit like Cena. And I yeah, I got that vibes too. I got that vibes too because I'm it, like, he Carmelo Hayes literally stole the line from John Cena: "Ruthless aggression." And slapped and slapped Adam Cole starting the match. I'm like, okay, scene, okay, okay. I was like, okay, I'm intrigued. I want. I was observing this kid, and the kid's got some moves. He's very athletic in the ring. He's really I see good. a play. I see, and he his first match that I think I caught a glimpse of wasn't he the one that answered Kushida's open challenge? Yes. So even in defeat, Carmelo Hayes is looking. He had two matches I've seen, and I'm like, 
all he needs is a gimmick. All he needs is a good character because his in-ring work, I'm like, he's good. Just all he needs is a character. This is true. Uh, next I mean, segment, the- um, we got Zoe Stark and Io Shirai defeating uh, Aaliyah versus uh, Aaliyah and uh, Jessica Kamea. So yeah. the Robert Stone, the Robert Stone drones, Rob Robert Stone Brand, yeah. Uh, the, they beat them, but Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez told those two that hey, they aren't going to pass up on a title shot for the women's tag team championships in NXT. Which fair enough, they're the first women's tag team championship cha- champions. Mm-hmm. But it turned into a um, an all-out brawl because uh, Ember Moon and uh, Miss Shasi Blackheart came out and attacked uh, so, Gonzalez and Kai. Which, so this means Shotzi's back in complete health? Yes. Shotzi's back in complete health. Joe sent officials down to, to break up the entire thing. He's and keeping also, the order. Way was on the ramp and they and once Joe walked right in the middle of those two and they were like, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm cool. Don't provoke don't provoke Joe, right? Don't provoke Joe. Right? Exactly. So next week we'll actually have a match. It's gonna be Shirai and Stark versus Gonzalez and Kai versus Moon and Blackheart for the number one contender for to face the way at Great American Bash. Now you said something to me this week that made a lot of sense. What? Somehow this is gonna end up where nobody ends up getting a win in this match and all fatal for what? Fatal for way. Yep. It makes sense, Jeff. It makes sense. Don't you just love multi-man matches? That's a lot of people, Jeff. Don't you like multi-man matches, though? I do, but it's still a lot of people. Mm. Um, next segment was actually kind of funny. Um, so, Regal... I mean, the way was in the ring. They were kind of like... Gargano was out there trying to say that he deserved the title shot against Karrion Cross. Pete Dunne, Oni Lorcan came out. Like, oh, you think you? Sorry, I can't. I'm not going to do that to him. You they, can't do he, it. Don't do it. No, I'm not going to. He, Don't do he it, or he'll come and snap your fingers. Point. <laughs> he came out pretty much saying that he he deserved to be the next guy to face Karrion. Mm-hmm. Then Gargano and Theory went to walk away try to not do anything but Austin Theory being the little being the little stooge that he's being the little stooge that he is right now ran his mouth on the apron and pointed his finger his hand at Pete Dunn like that's bad ass. that's and bad of course Pete messed with his fingers boom snapped him had it they went back to G, uh, Regal on the back and ended up having a match against those uh, against Lorkin and Pete uh, Dunn. Dunn. It was weird. What? The, aren't those aren't those guys two heels? Aren't those two groups heels? Mm-hmm. So who who am I supposed to cheer for? I know. Um, I mean, I feel like Pete Dunn's more like an anti anti hero. The way quickly changed into I'm reading exactly what says on Bleach Report. 
after they after the match was announced, the way quickly changed into the gear. But Theory was an easy target for physical tacticians. Theory mm-hmm. struggled to come back through his injured fingers. Gargano got involved, fighting like the old Johnny Wrestling to stay in this fight. Gargano finally got the tag, and he and Dunn went to war. Johnny Wrestling put himself pushed himself before hitting one final beat on Lorcan to take the victory. Afterwards, Karrion Cross laid out Gargano with the running elbow. Samoa Joe allowed Cross to walk after the insane <laughs> glare from Scarlet. Ooh. The Bruiser again caught the eye of the Samoan submission specialists. Oh, don't you just love Joe? Uh, it's so good to see Joe. It's so it good. Is. And I definitely see uh, it seems it's going to be done. Oh, this is going to be good. It's going to be done. I have a gut feeling it's going to be done. Done what? Provoking Joe into a match or something? Or done versus uh, Cross? Done versus Cross. Ooh, I'm all all in for that, right? Aren't you? Yeah. Uh, Um, give Give me what I want. Tony, give me what I want. Oh, I am. But Give let me, me what talk I about want. this real quick. Uh, Frankie Monet. Had oh, the dog. Against, the dog. Uh, Frankie Monet had a match against uh, another signee from NXT, Electra Lopez. Another uh, jobber is what I'm hearing. For now, another jobber, yes. Um, Miss uh, La Hueda Loca ended up beating her. with Her finisher is the glam slam. I want you to know that. Uh, so okay, taking a page off of Bethany. That's okay. Well, she she's been using it for years in the Indies, but it, it's more like I think something. I think they're just trying to make her look good for now because mm-hmm. she's already putting like showing sowing seeds of you know in the Robert Stone brand because she she's trying to make it seem like everybody's not in good terms with them. So yeah, I, I see. see. Uh. This one's a hard one to talk about now that we know what happened. What? Everrise versus Hit Row. Oh. Uh, whoops. Everrise tried to spray tan Hit Row's van, but Top Dollar was in the pa- was in the driver's seat and caught them trying to do it. Ah, bad timing. Hit Row interrupted Bronson Reed also because they want to make sure that Swerve versus Bronson Reed for the North American Championship. That's that's what they were trying to do. Trying to get a Swerve a North American Championship match. I see. But Top Dollar and <laughs> Asante the Adonis beat Everize. It was it was weird. I love I love what Hit Row is. I love what they are. It's great. It's fun. It's because mm-hmm. here's the best part. I think two or three of those are legit artists. So this is not even just like some fakes. I've I've heard Swerve's music, and I want to say I've heard Top Dollar's music. I've also seen Top Dollar as the guy who is on um, the History Channel show where they're going looking for old um, memorabilia mm-hmm. he the, he does a great job as the host of that interesting ah 
now we get to talk about the main event. Oh, and what a main event it was. Kushida versus Kyle O'Reilly. Um, Could you call this a dream match? Could we actually call this a dream match? Let's I mean, be honest I know, here. I, I know I've seen it in New Japan, but at the same time, it's been so long that I was like, yeah, give it to me. I need it. I need it. You need this? I mean, in terms of technical wrestling, oh, this was a classic. Yeah, this is exactly what you expected. Both guys are more ground-based more than anything else. Yes. Um, also, this is non-title. Uh, must say this Thank is non-title. God. Non-title. This will warm-up match for Kyle O'Reilly because he called out, hey, Kushida, you're one of the best. I want to warm up my warm up against you before I deal with Adam Cole once and for all. Exactly. Uh, but Kyle O'Reilly thank- ended up getting the win. Yes. Out of respect, and these I- two shook hands. And then also Adam Cole. Adam Cole showed up saying, "So Kyle O'Reilly and they they got into a brawl. Joe had to get security." And then meanwhile, in the middle of the ring, you had uh, Diamond Mine so- attack. Yeah, Diamond Mind. Yeah. Uh, literally last week, I was like, what in the hell is this? And people were speculating, oh, it's going to be another hour of the show. No, what it's turned out to be is another faction. It's... Yes. First, I'm another... going to go backwards. I'm going to go backwards. Starting with the manager, Malcolm Bivens. I haven't heard that mm. name in a minute. Love I that approve. guy. Guy could talk his ass off, too, by the way. Yeah, great on the mic. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Hideki Suzuki. He he's mm-hmm. a, a he's a, he's a, one of the Japanese signings. I don't know much about, uh, but apparently a lot of people have good things to say about him. Mm-hmm. Tyler Rust. I've seen this dude go. He's good in two hundred five live. Great mm-hmm. two hundred five live. And then the guy was actually that was actually the surprise was Roderick Strong. So he traded one faction for another, and this time he's the leader. Okay. He's the leader, and immediately we know who Kushida's next opponent is for whenever they decide to do it. It's I Roger mean, Strong versus Kushida for the Cruiserweight Championship. Are you mad about it? No, not really. Hell this no, is, hell this, this is going to be a great match, and also the Cruiserweight division is looking good, man, looking good. Isn't it weird though? Like we're talking about the cruiserweight division again, like it's so some something prestigious. Like it hasn't been there for a long time. Like a maybe long Kushida time. can maybe Kushida Kushida can bring that title legitimacy. I'm hoping so because the cruiserweight division, at least these last few weeks, hasn't been great. So has, has it or has hasn't. Hmm. Now, the only thing that's been making the Cruiserweight division cool is literally Kushida's open challenges. And I'm all for it. Oh, I am too. Um, now That's how you that's how you look, that's how you make a title that's pretty underdeveloping, you make it look good. You have open challenge, open challenge, open challenge and you do and you you, you deliver high quality matches. Not just average matches, high quality. Look at you I still say John Cena, when he had the U.S. title after he took the belt off of Rusev, made that title look so damn good. That was his best run as U.S. champion because that title meant something. You were like, hell, I was excited to see the U.S. title. Nowadays, not so much now. Now with him, Kushida doing this Cruiserweight Open Challenge, I want to see. See, I want to see some good quality matches every week, defend the title, 
make it look good, make it look prestigious, and build that title up to something more. Like, make it its own. I agree with that. Now, speaking of Cena, I just wanted to bring this up. Um, Cena did say in an interview with um, Jimmy Fallon that he hasn't had his last WWE match. He is going to come back to the company. Who knows when? Uh, I know he has advertised for the first SmackDown um, on July 16th. That day when they go back on the road. He is advertised. Uh, But this this transitions me perfectly into SmackDown. uh, Because first thing that happened on the show. First thing that happened was Jimmy Uso backstage with Roman Reigns. Telling him that Jay Uso is not coming back to SmackDown. Jimmy this said is in- to Roman that he he can do what his brother does, which the tribal chief told him to prove it tonight. He ends up he has a match oh. later on the night. Uh, I'm going to talk about that again later because the first thing that happens in ring is Bianca Belair's in the ring cuts a celebratory promo because mm. she beat Bailey at Hell in a Cell. All right. Okay. <laughs> Who's the one that interrupts? Bailey. Not Bailey. Not Bailey. Seth? Seth freaking Rollins, baby. Oh, he's, he's celebrating his. Taunting, he's also taunting himself. It's him. He's doing his thing. Oh, this sets up a mid tag between Bianca and Cesaro versus uh, Bailey and. Uh, Rollins, right? Because uh, because Bailey came and uh, attacked uh, Bianca from behind, and then Cesaro came in to for the save. So those two rivalries are intertwined. Intertwined. Also, it just felt weird. I watched the the the, the segment. Oh, it, it didn't feel right. Um, but then there was a mixed tag team match between the two, and Bailey and Seth. One. I heard Bailey got the pinfall on Bianca. Bailey got the pinfall on Bianca, continuing the rivalry the f- between the two. Okay, but, at Money in the Bank, this will be Bailey's last chance. It has to be, please, for be. for the love of God, let this be the and last. And then, game. and then, Tony, at SummerSlam, you know who's coming back. Which one? Sasha, Bianca, or. or- or Becky? No, 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 no. Let me ex- no, no, no. let me ex- let me explain my reasoning for Becky. Right? Let me explain it. We the last we have heard the last few weeks, Becky Lynch has been backstage at SmackDowns every single week. Now my thinking is okay. Here's the most obvious thinking to me: she's backstage in support of Seth. Mm, clearly, in my head. I'm thinking like booking. They may end up putting her on SmackDown because who else does? Let's be real. Who else? Because Sasha hadn't been here. Who else is there to rob, put her against? What is Sasha doing? I'm curious. And like... I I feel like she's either resting or she's filming something. Mm. And I I'm gonna probably guess she's filming something. 
that now, that would make that would make the most sense, honestly. It it, just, it does. Um, but then Seth Rollins uh, as Rick Boogs is in the ring, coordinating the king, king the true king. king, or at, literally as it says on the YouTube video, King Shay Nakamura. King Shay. Wow. Yes, exactly. It's so lame. I like it. I hate it. Um, just call him the King of Strongestell. Uh, now, King Shaynak, I like it. That's going to grow on me. You see Pierce, Adam Pierce, and Sonya Deville backstage rocking out to the guitar solo. When <laughs> so in, is the, when the, in I comes love that. Seth Rollins. Seth Ooh. Rollins backstage serious on his face says that he should be in the number the number one contender for the Universal Championship. Ooh, Roman Seth. Now this is feel, it feels completely unexpected. Didn't expect it at all. I'm all when for I heard it. about it. Oh, I'm all for it. I just didn't I'm expect it because when's uh, the last time we thought about these two going again? Because SmackDown has to done such a good job of keeping and these keeping two those apart. two keeping those two apart. Because you know, with if Rollins ever goes after that belt, he, he has a legit chance of taking it off of off of Roman, because off of his of brain. One history, a lot yes. of history. Two. It's they can put on the best match out of anybody on SmackDown. Let's be real. Oh, absolutely. But to be determined on that one. To be Next determined. Up was yes. the Money in the Bank qualifier between Big E and the Intercontinental Champion, the Nigerian Apollo Warrior. Cruz, the Nigerian Behind him. So, the, Tony, this is the only men's uh, Money in the Bank qualifier for SmackDown, correct? Yes. Uh, there was only one men's and one women's Money in the Bank qualifier on SmackDown. But we have two spots determined for... We oh, have I know. two spots. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Um, I'll get to that in a second. Um, okay. Big E actually beat Apollo Crews. So, is this a farewell from that feud? Or is he going? Or is Apollo going for bigger things? I don't even know yet. Um, I mean, but, or is Big E going for Big E going for bigger things? Because if Big E win, if Big E wins that money in the bank, I'm like, yes, yes, well, yeah. I'm going to report from another podcast. Um, the reports from WWE right now, according to the Matt Men podcast. Are that the 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 plan is to move Big E to Raw? Ooh, and but oh. to still have him in the title in the main title push. Ooh, after after Lashley destroys a uh, Kofi, Big E's like, hey, you destroyed my two best friends in the New Day. I want some payback. That the fact bring the New Day back together. Have mm-hmm. Big E as the singles guy. Have Kofi and Woods as the tag team guys. Yes. Doesn't that sound like what we've been asking for? 
We've been asking for that for how long? Jesus Christ, took too long. But backstage after the match, Kayla Braxton informed Sami Zayn that he will face Kevin Owens in a money qualifier. And after that, oh look, Sami Zayn wasn't about it. He claimed that WWE officials were playing karma. You know, it's a conspiracy. You know. And then this is some fun stuff. Adam Pierce, after a commercial break, informed Sami Zayn that his match with Kevin is a last man standing match. So we get a last man standing match on free TV. Is that what I'm hearing? I'm just getting a last man standing match on free TV. We're getting a last man standing match for a spot in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Oh, oh, this is beautiful. How many spots are in the Money in the Bank ladder match? There is four for Raw and four for SmackDown. So let's see. Raw's getting theirs out the way starting next week. They're going to get their last spot in. So you have Biggie. I want to say Kevin Owens. Who's the other two that could fit in? I mean, you could say Nakamura. Nakamura. Nakamura and maybe uh, Uso. And Uso. No, Rollins. Rollins. Or Cesaro Rollins. Look, it looks like that Rollins may be paying attention to Reigns. So, but let me let me get on to what you were talking about with the women. Okay, so Sonya Deville made her way to the ring and pretty much told Carmella that she is the first qualifier, as she is a former two-time Money in the Bank winner. Just out of Hold on, two times. Yeah. Well, I mean, when she won, she won it once. No, she technically won it twice. Oh, 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 oh. that little annoyance. Yep, I'm bringing that up because guess what? On the record, it says twice. Oh, that annoying little. But that because, because of Carmella's history as a former Money in the Bank holder, they Sonia gave her an automatic spot. This wow. actually pissed off Liv Morgan. She came out because Liv beat Carmella on SmackDown last week, mm-hmm. and they ended up having a match. Morgan won and earned her way into the Money in the Bank ladder match. Good for her. Get good for Liv to do get somewhat of a push. Good call. This is, this is the one time Liv Morgan's win made perfect sense. Absolutely. You pushed her to win last week and then you give Carmella a automatic spot? No, 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 no. Don't work that easy. No. Mm. No, it doesn't. Morgan earned it and now she's going to be in Money in the Bank. It feels I'm weird, though, it. because we don't have no Ruby Riot. We don't have no Stella Logan. <sighs> I know. Look, it's fine. It's fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. But the next match on the card was main event Jey Uso versus Dolph Ziggler. R- wrong. Wrong. I know. I know what I said. You said Jay. You said because, the, because the real main event is Jay. Let's be real. Look, J- Jimmy Uso had a match with Dolph. So, Jimmy won. Jimmy won. Yeah. 
but uh, Reigns didn't react backstage to Jimmy's win. So if when Jet when Jay is gone, Jimmy just goes right in and takes his place. Well, but if Jay, last, but Jay, like, Jimmy is, but Jimmy was the one to try and get Jay out. Oh, this is. Oh, I don't know what they're gonna do. Are they gonna? Is the bloodline gonna be complete, or is Jay gonna turn on Jimmy? Oh, I have so many questions. Don't I? I got so many theories just screaming in my head. I'm like, and that's the thing. Turn we, don't, the, no, we, we don't actually know what's gonna happen. But let me be. Let me, let me say, Paul Heyman told Jimmy that Reigns. Uh, expected that before he expected that and now Roman makes his way out to the ring for a celebration of his championship win with the with the tribal music right oh yeah you know good look Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns stood in the middle of the ring after the commercial break Tell me this promo. I want all the promos. Heyman reminded everybody of Roman's dominance throughout the last year. Oh yes. <laughs> and he and he basically said, "There's right, no right. one left." He said, "I'm gonna." He has done something that quote, with no other option after the humbling roster, he turned to the he turned the mic over to Reigns for something that has never been done on network television instead of something weird happening or something cool happening the coolest thing happened <laughs> you think what? Me? oh yes uh, edge finally finally let me not just say hold on let me not just say edge big beardy no, right. edge Big Beardy rated our superstar no fucks given edge also his I saw it his pyro went off he just stood there. Just absolutely stood there. No hands up, no nothing, Can't no walk. celebration. I mean, keep walking. Like he is a man on a mission. And I'm like, yes, that's the rated R superstar. Did he do a concerto on J- on Jimmy Uso? Please tell me he no. did. No, here's what happened. Oh. Edge came down to the ring, completely pummeled Reigns, slamming him straight into the uh, announce table and everything. Caught him with a yeah. spear in the ring and was about to set up a concerto for Reigns. But, <laughs> but, but Jimmy came in for the save. Edge, fin- uh, like, he got him off of him, delivered a spear to Jimmy while Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns were back up the ramp. And that's that set the message Edge is back. Are we getting Tony? Are we getting that? Because look, let's let's be real. He never got that one-on-one. Not just that. We knew Edge was coming back for the live shows. Oh, absolutely. We didn't expect him back tonight. At all. Tony, are you happy about this car? Oh, I'm I'm ecstatic. But this (laughs) meeting is exactly what I mean now. I think we're getting. I think we're getting Edge and Roman at Money in the Bank in Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, oh please, <laughs> please! 
I literally said to you the other day, if we get Roman in Edge, I'm going to freak out like a little girl. <laughs> Tony, I need you to calm it down. I'll, I will I will record you if you freak out like a little girl. Fine, do it. <laughs> do it. We're going to be in the stands anyways, and tr- our friend Trent is going to be standing right behind us, so you're going to record a freaking hedgehog head behind us. Uh, Paige. Patience, patience, patience. But let me just say All this. in due time. Money in the Bank is starting to look really, really, really good. Oh, this card is looking amazing. This card is looking potentially amazing right now. I, I don't know. And like, who knows what's going to... See, the Money Let's in the see. Bank pay-per-view is the one pay-per-view that I'm just like, you know what? Throw all the shit at the wall and see what happens. So, no, they're treating, they're elevating Money in the Bank as, it used to be the big four, now it's the big five pay-per-views. They're trying, they're trying to make Money in the Bank a big, big pay-per-view because it, it is for the Money in the Bank. They're trying to, they're trying to elevate Money in the Bank to the level of WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, and Royal Rumble level. Like, they want us to care about this. And right now with this card, oh, they're doing a really good job. There's one thing I want to want to see for Money in the Bank is some change. Now, I never said Roman Reigns, but I want to see some change. I want to see some title changes. I want to see Not somebody. I want I want to see somebody win Money in the Bank that I didn't expect. Like Otis um, last year. Different story. I'm just saying you want you want change. Heard, you- I've heard with the Otis thing that apparently that was super last minute change like the yeah, Oscar thing Otis. Oscar thing was planned completely yes the I mean, Otis one Otis. was absolutely last minute didn't expect it um even with the changes in the writing that was last minute yeah be careful what you wish for a change exactly um, I'm just saying but Tony I'm like you want title changes I'm like anybody but Flair Anybody no. but Flair. Anybody but Flair. I'm with you. Not no. not Flair. Not Roman. I can't see la I don't see any major title, maybe tag team title changes. I could see it, but as far as the main three, main four titles, I, I don't I don't see it. I'm I maybe it. Flair. I could see Flair, but I'm like, please no. Please no. Now Jeff. Hello? We are at the point of the show where we give out our golden stars of the week. Uh, let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Jeff. give it to Bobby Lashley. Fair. Bobby Lashley deserves it. He had a great, great week. Yes. This week, I also agree with you. Mister Lashley is my golden star of the week as well. Wait, this now, is the first time we actually agree. Hold on, holy oh, crap! One hundred percent, because what he has done. This week, the man had two Hell in a Cell matches this week. Yes. One that was... Actually, you know what? I can't even say that because they were both like... They were both physical. I mean, you saw McIntyre's back. You see the welts on his back from his his aftermath of Hell in a Cell. Exactly. Lastly, he kind of got off scot-free compared to McIntyre. I'm just saying. I mean, that is to be expected. There's still... They're still wearing terror, but Lashley, that was his wasn't that his first Hell in a Cell match? 
That was his first and second Hell in a Cell matches, yes. And then, the, and then, like the day, like one day, and then the day after doing two Hell in a Cell matches. I know. Bravo. I know. Bravo. I know. And also, <laughs> and setting up a storyline with Kofi. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Exactly, dude. That's the crazy part. Okay. So, next week, we'll have more updates on the incoming uh, Money in the Bank pay-per-view. You know, we'll, we'll have more updates on that because we'll have Raw. We'll have SmackDown. We'll even have some info for the week before uh, the Great American Bash. Um... And we'll actually be able to talk about AEW because it will actually happen by the time we record. And next time on the sports version of Let's Just Talk About, we will be discussing the NBA Eastern and Western Conference Finals. We'll also be talking about the Stanley Cup briefly. And I have a a question from Mr. Lopez about how does he feel about super teams. And also, it's the return of the quiz segment quiz because damn it we need something to talk about i mean i've got to talk about for your theory on super teams and about championships okay i like that i like that um so follow us on all social media platforms uh okay um really not all follow jeff on twitter at shadowwalker062 this is his attempt to get me to try and play more Twitter. Um, well, he's uh, he's on Twitter. So, guys, message him. Make sure he sees it. Uh, so he can answer your question, too. Because I literally today sent him every single release in a tweet. Yeah, about that. I was currently driving towards Windstar when you sent me those. Still send them to you. And follow I mean, me on Twitter and Instagram at TonyLopez76. I do see your messages. We will answer them. I haven't gotten anything this week except for you and uh, the Hammer Time podcast host Chris. Uh, mm. But that's it this like this week. Uh, we will be back again next Saturday for some more wrestling news. Um, man, wrestling's getting good we- weirdly right now, right before they start going back on tour. It's about time, right? It's about this time. Week- but you know damn well this normally doesn't happen. Hey, we've been having weeks and weeks of crap, and now they're fine. Hey, we're going to have fans back, so we got to pick up our game. This is true. Well, for that, my name is Tony Lopez. Jeffrey Brutus. Signing out. Peace, y'all. Peace, y'all.